You're listening to the Broadway Podcast Network. Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere And each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VGW. Void or prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. Hello, it is Ryan. And we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses that should brighten your day low actually a lot so sign up now at chumbacasino.com that's chumbacasino.com no purchase necessary btw void were prohibited by law see terms and conditions 18 plus oh god this is hungover a new mini series where we follow some of our favorite theater artists on their way back to the stage. We're going to be checking in with these artists before rehearsal, during rehearsal, seeing the process, and then afterwards during performances. So you'll get a unique perspective on their journeys to getting back to normal. So grab your hair of the dog, because this is hungover. Cheers! Cheers! Work! Work! <laughs> This doesn't need to be a weekly thing now. <laughs> I know. It's sad. I was just thinking, like, this is sad that this is, like, the last episode in the trilogy. Because I'm like, okay, well, now Tim and I are, Tim and I and Caleb are just going to have to get drinks. Yeah, exactly. for sure. Yeah. <sighs> you guys will just have to pretend to know what we're talking about. Yeah. Oh, no, that, those conversations will not be for air. Confidential. Um, <laughs> uh, welcome to this week's episode of Hungover, an Equity One miniseries where we chat with some of your... You're nailing it. Keep going. Favorite theater artists about their journey back to the stage. That's not it, but close enough. Yes. Um, I, I've already had a glass of wine. I'm going to be transparent. <laughs> and that's Elliot, and I'm Caleb. <laughs> <laughs> um, and we are here with our very good friend, Tim Hughes. Welcome back. Myself. No, thank you for having me. Thank you. One of, one of the, I would say, probably our most interviewed guest yeah like i think you've done more episodes of equity one than literally anyone. i need to check my um badges but i think you're yeah, right i think yeah. this will do give you a badge every yeah, time yeah, you come. yeah this yeah. would be four <laughs> this would be four i would say that maybe oh you know is who he might be like well you know who he is actually tied with who please tell one jay armstrong johnson okay oh, okay who okay. has done well done sir one halloween halloween his own his own highlights my highlights and then, <laughs> head nod. His own. Uh-oh. His own. Nod. His own. Did he do that? No, he wasn't in the thing. No, we'll call it a tie. We'll just call it a tie. I th- well, I think I would love it if you guys would brawl. Like, can we get you both? <laughs> yeah. Here on an episode. That. Yeah. Like, just like a live arm wrestle. Or just yeah. for us. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> that might be into the like the confidential night. Okay. <laughs> yeah. 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 yeah, yeah, yeah the next sure. one. Not no recorded. phones. That'll be a girls' <laughs> night. Yeah. 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 No, I think I think you do. I think you are the winner with four episodes. Yeah. Oh my gosh, I'm honored. Wow. Yeah. I know, that's pew, pew, quite an honor. <laughs> and we have something for you. No, I'm just kidding. We don't have anything for you. We um, actually do have a shot glass. Can we give you an equity one shot glass? Oh my God, yes. Yeah, okay, yeah, great. We'll we will. By the end of the episode. Please. 
we need to get rid of that And if you stuff. want one, just Instagram us, and <laughs> I will send it to you. Just pay for postage. We have so many. So Caleb and I bought shot glasses. This is off the rails already. Caleb and I bought shot glasses for Broadway Con, and we bought, like, 200 and sold two. <laughs> so we've been cold. It's all like... Caleb, what are these shock glasses? I'm like, it's like a shared baby. Elliot has the same number as I do. We just hold it. We keep it in stock. We'll get rid of it at some point. Yeah, there'll be yeah. A, there'll be other opportunities. I'm sure. I'm sure. I'm sure. <laughs> I think my fourth episode is really going to take off. I think so too. I think it's already shaping up to be our best yet. Um, Tim, thank you for joining us today. You are a working working diva, so Caleb and I are imbibing, and we are having the Red Lip Zin. Love, yes, from Intermission Cellars. Yes, and it's delicious. And here to tell you a little bit more about it are Kristen and David. Confidence, glamour, depth, texture, rebellion. Wait, are we talking about Red Lipstick or Zinfandel? Both. Red Lip Zin embodies these characteristics, and if you're lucky, might even stain your lips the same way. I like to say, a red lip instantly elevates your performance, whether gracing the stage or out on the town. Similarly, this luscious wine makes a statement that will make everyone listen. Zinn is a showstopper filled with bold, dark berry flavors with a 5% kiss of cab to add a peppery, chocolate finish. Enjoy Red Lip Zinn and wear your red-stained lips proudly. Remember, everyone will be looking at your mouth, so you better have something to say. Kristen dedicates this performance to all the bold, strong, and beautifully talented women with whom she's shared a dressing room with. This blend is 95% Zinfandel and 5% Cabernet Sauvignon. To order Red Lip Zin or any of the other Intermission Cellars wine, go to www.intermissioncellars.com. Cellars with a C. And you can find us on Instagram at Intermission Cellars. Oh, it's so good. I love this wine, especially for fall. We were talking earlier, this is a heavy pour. It's like heavy in my hand, but yeah. light when it goes in me, and mm-hmm. it's like... Are all oh the God, are all the um, wines from like the Sonoma region for, for this? Yes. Okay, good. Okay. They are. I know. I get, I'm on the email list, but I need to get a, a, a subscription. Oh, my God. Yes, and if yeah. you want to hear them wax poetic, we had them on to talk about the wines. Oh, yeah. Oh, amazing. Wait, is there a wine club that they have? A monthly wine club? You can get all the information you need about that at intermissioncellars.com. I am not a representative, especially one glass of wine. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> we love their wine. That's all I can tell yeah. you. <laughs> it's delicious to drink. Um, Tim. Yes. It has been a while since we've seen you. Right. Before, right before opening, right? Right before. Right before opening. We were dancing in the street for your opening. Yes. Oh, my I gosh. Love that song. And that picture of you. Uh, right. Just going viral. <laughs> Absolutely All viral. over the web. Yeah. Thankfully, like, the best photographers ever came to the reopening of Hadestown. Um, so I got some great shots, like, from Curtain Call. And then we did that little sing-along on the street after. Mm-hmm. Um, and I was, like living my best life and not posing for a photo, but it was captured. <laughs> but you saw a photographer and you said, oh, I should probably... Like... I should probably put this flower in my hand. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> no, actually, that came from when I did, like, a Hadestown takeover on Instagram and I uh-huh. pretended the whole day that I was, like, creating a fashion statement by putting a carnation in my hair. Um, a pioneer. And it kind of worked. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. For myself. Yeah. Um, no, like, people, uh, there's been, like, some fan art that, like, has all the workers, and there's one that has, like, a carnation in his, oh. in his hair. Oh. Um, so I, I'm owning it. But I, I kind of, like, subconsciously did it that night, just um, uh-huh. up on the balcony. I put it in my hair, and then it was captured. Oh, my God. Come on. The, f- the fans work quick. Yes. They, they really do. Yeah. Oh, my God. Yeah. We have some wonderful fans at Hades Town. Yeah. 
I remember during Beetlejuice, like, they were doing fan art of, like, moments from, like, Leslie's blog. Like, oh, wow. It, like, Specific. Yeah. So funny. Wow. Um, but, yeah. That's – well, tell us. I mean, you just – when we last talked to you, you were just about to start performances. You're now a month and a half plus yeah, in. Yeah, Almost two. Yeah. How's September it feeling? Um, it was – it. Um, it's been a wild, um, incredible ride. Like, when it first – when we first reopened, um, it was electric. Mm-hmm. Um, it was – it was like better than a traditional opening night. Like the reopening had this new sense of overcoming yeah, the, totally. and surviving. Um, and it was, it's been a lot of audience members, especially for the, those first couple of weeks, their first show back. So uh-huh. it is um, electric in a new way in the room. Um, and there was a sense of just like the utmost appreciation that this is even happening, uh, which was super special um and it lasted for a long time there's actually it, like it comes in waves still like there'll be a performance where i'm like sure. oh there's a lot of people who are it feels here for like the they're first just time yeah. yeah for the first time it's been two months people where have you been <laughs> um, there's a lot of shows to go support Hello. yeah um but still it's, it's it's happening um and then there are nowadays that we're like getting back into like the swing of things uh-huh. um because the process was so quick and getting it back on its feet like all the adjusting to the turntables like all the physical adjustments of like Uh eight shows a week yeah um hit very hard in the middle of like the run like like in september instead of like maybe during tech right you're like oh gosh i'm just i'm learning to adjust to all of this oh my god my my hips were your hips it's the turntable yeah my so hips and lower back. Yeah. yeah, you have to stay. You have to stay on. Yeah, yeah. You're singing that and you're coaster. like projecting. Like yeah. it's a lot. Um, and that combined with this like new sense of the importance of a balance in my personal life has me questioning how I did eight shows a week for so long. Yeah, <laughs> like, uh-huh. I just mm-hmm. and like how did I do this? Yeah. Um, and I think it speaks to what has always been expected um, of us as Broadway actors, as actors is to just give absolutely everything we have mm-hmm. every and commit time, yeah. to this show every single time. Um, and now I, I'm still trying to maintain a business. I'm still trying to like maintain like the biweekly zoom meetings with my family. Mm-hmm. And like that rarely happens because I'll be, I'll have a Sunday afternoon show and then I'll teach class on Sunday night and then I'll come back and they'll be like already in the thick of it. Um, and it's, it's interesting because it's um, they're just like adjusting back to the idea of like oh well he just can't come because this is what he does right yeah and that is the most difficult pill to swallow in yeah. coming back I feel like that is sitting in the back of my brain um, more than I thought it would I still absolutely love the show I like yeah. I love being a part of this company um, I like when the show begins every night um, it's wonderful but as a result of that like kind of haunting the back of my mind um all the other like politics and the sense of like kind of undervaluing certain members of this company are just highlighted um in a new way um so it's it's something that i'm just like grappling with at this point um that was new and unexpected in this like return to an eight show week well it's hard it's like we have experienced an 18 month trauma yeah and it's not going to just jump right back after two months. Like, 
we are going to be like adjusting to this lifestyle for a, a, a couple months, I think. Right. Years, if that. I don't know. Like, and I, th- yeah, and I, I think in the adjusting back out of it, I, th- I th- honestly thought that there would be an, um, more of a change, like more mm-hmm. of an, a, a, like an actual change, not just in the industry of, of how we treat every human, but like, uh, I mean, how we are approaching diversity and inclusion and systemic racism within the structures of our you know, of our companies, the structures of capitalism. Um, and some of that is, is being addressed, but nothing is really, I mean, I hate to be so honest about it, but nothing is really changing. Uh-huh. Yeah. And I think that like, that is kind of a reality that we're going to be facing for a while. I think that like the idea and the hope was that hopefully with all of the, you know, calling for change and the, you know, listening to people to tell us how the you know industry can be safer for everyone and safe in all kinds of respects mm-hmm. safer with for your health with covid but also safe for every single person who works on broadway i think that the reality of that is that those changes are going to take a really long time to actually happen take mm-hmm. effect yeah because it's an entire industry and system that has to change mm-hmm. and that's not just going to happen by you know, uh, by the flick of a switch. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. You're not just going to be able to turn it off. And yeah. you have to want to like actually implement it, and not just appear to be implementing it either. Mm-hmm. And I think it's going to be the new shows that have that weight on their shoulder to really like make the change because they have the opportunity to create new material. Yeah, like it's hard to be like, well, this is our show. These are the lyrics. These are the songs. We can change like a lyric here too, and maybe a scene. But, like, we're still kind of tell the same hetero story, probably. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And it's just... But within those structures, like, um, like Slave Play is coming back, and I've heard that those cast members will have both a royalty from, their, from the show and profit participation. So royalty for the show being licensed in the future for their contribution to the script. Uh-huh. And then when the show, if the show recoups and makes money, then they make more money. Yeah. Which... That's that should be a, a like a, a, a standard. basic yeah. standard, yeah. Uh, and I know that there was we we've been fighting for that with the lab agreements mm-hmm. um, in equity, but people are always baffled to hear like, okay, so Hades Town recouped in s- some crazy fast amount of time, so like quick. six months or yeah. something, mm-hmm. but for the actors, that doesn't change anything. We're now that just means the the producers and everybody else continues to make more money than they expected because they were the small sliver of this pie of musical theater that actually recouped. Yeah. But we're still, it's on the backs of literally the actor's blood, sweat, and tears. And they're trying to pay you less for a less show week, yes? Like if you do like seven shows versus eight? They they can. Yeah, they They can. can now. We've been doing eight. There was no transition. It was eight right away. Yeah. Um, But yeah, they're allowed to um, at this point. And... For like for any of uh, an ensemble member, if you go from year one, and if you want more like flexibility in your contract for year two, you can do a four week out. But that means all the like incremental raises that you've earned um, in that first year of dedicating your life to that show go away. So like literally, they take away your pay for the for any kind of flexibility. 
Mm-hmm. All of those things are like things that can be uh, adjusting now right. if there was actually any shift in how we're approaching this industry and these these humans again. Right? But it's just not being seen with any new lens in a very surprising way. That is surprising. And it's it's unfortunate that, like, you know, when you talk about the example of slave play, that's not a surprise to me that Jeremy O'Harris is, you know, on the front of that, you know, Mm -hmm. um, you know, really is making sure that that what they're doing is standing is uh, is making good change in the industry, setting a standard. Well, especially when we talk about, like, you know, wealth in this country and how important it is for, you know, people of color, especially to have wealth right like that is one of the big parts of our you know structures in this country that has kept people oppressed for so long Mm -hmm. but again unfortunately we're using we're relying on the same people every time to make change and while everyone else stands to the side and doesn't do anything different right right and i i agree with you i think it's it's not surprising that it's coming from the playwright of slave play. Right. You know? <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. Um, yeah. And knowing what that show is about, which is also why it's even more frustrating coming from the producers of Hadestown. Because it's like, literally, as a worker in Hadestown, to, to build and make money for Hades in uh-huh. the story that I'm telling, which is paralleled to, you know, what's happening mm-hmm. in life. Yeah. Yes, I get, I, yes, I get paid... Um, a salary, and and yeah, yes, I, of course. I I understand that, but we all take that risk in in coming together to create this show, and when that product actually makes a profit and turns a profit, everybody should share. Everyone in that, should profit in that from well. It, yeah. yeah. Did, did we not learn that from the show? <laughs> like, yeah. that's what's. I, I it would be less frustrating to me if I was going back into Phantom of the Opera, and you know, and sure. Go, oh, I understand that this is a machine. Yeah. Uh-huh. Even though I wouldn't do, wouldn't necessarily do that because of that same idea like, that it, yeah. it has become a machine. You're but, saying you're making art and you're giving back, but like you're in it for the dollar, right? Yeah, it's a tough, it's a tough uh, capitalism. Yeah, thing to uproot. Yeah. Well, and that's that's also like you know in offline conversations, it's like you know there's so much call for change, especially on Broadway because it's the most visible kind of theater community but i think sometimes it's lost that it literally is peak capitalism i mean yeah it's called yeah. commercial theater like mm-hmm. so uh, it's going to be, there's going to be resistance but it's hard when you are one of the most artistic shows on broadway right now too mm-hmm. you sure. are a jukebox musical like you are like presenting well i mean technically it was a concept album right well if we want to okay I sure know. Right, I'm not. I'm just nerding out. I'm not okay, trying to like. Yeah, okay. get I don't it. know if that concept album was played on any jukeboxes. <laughs> <laughs> fair enough. Fair enough. Maybe some record players. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> some vinyl. Lots of acoustic guitars. <laughs> um, do you want to talk more about kind of like that finding that balance, like with personal life and uh, staying healthy for the show? Because yeah. we've talked with some people about how, like, you know, now there's kind of this uh, mental game to, to play of, like, okay, what does my social life look like when I also have to think about protecting the company, the company I'm working yeah. with, mm-hmm. you know, making sure I stay healthy, um, 
and balancing that with doing the show because it's so hard to number it's all before it was hard to have a social life when you were doing a broadway show now there's like added elements to that challenge yeah yeah it is it is um it's a difficult thing i don't know if um I just have fallen into like a habit of being a little less social as a result of 18 months. And therefore it's like, I don't put myself in a ton of group settings of like, you know, of like a COVID spreader. Sure, event. Right. Yeah. Uh-huh. But I certainly have, you know, I certainly have gone into a restaurant still and taken off my mask and eaten. Right. Um, which according to like all of the, government restrictions and everything that's currently it out it yeah. should be fine yeah, yeah. but there is yeah. an added layer of like okay we've signed this contract to be responsible and we have to protect do our part in protecting everybody in that in that building um and i think because we are allowed to do those things now and because um it feels like there's more of a comfort level in doing it but i i still have my hesitations about it you know it's for example, like the gym, like you have to have been vaccinated at the uh-huh. gym. Masks are optional. Um, there are a lot of Broadway people who go to the gym that I go to, and it's a mixed bag. Mm-hmm. I, like, ironically, our company has been um, really safe, and we haven't had any um, like yeah, positive cases. Mm-hmm. Um, but the companies that have, like a lot of those members, when they show up back at the gym, I'm like, oh, you're wearing a mask until this until this comfort level returns sure uh-huh. um and sh- sure enough like a week later like there's that yeah. there's that guy's face again like, <laughs> <laughs> like now that everybody's in the clear yeah um yeah so i i think that like taking those small precautions when you feel like it's um necessary um are, are part of my routine, but other, otherwise I like am trying to get back to a sense of normalcy as all the restrictions get back to a sense of normalcy, especially in New York city. Right. Yeah. Right. Um, what has it been like balancing your company with being back open? <laughs> yeah. So I, I do, um, with performance puzzle, I still teach, I'm live on Sunday night. So I'll do eight shows and then I have like 20 minutes and then I run over to usually open jar studios and teach live next door, next door. Yeah. Yeah. It works out great. Um, and sometimes it's exhausting. Um, it's always exhausting. I mean, eight shows a week are, are, is already exhausting, but I've found, um, it to be great to like break away from that routine of doing the same choreography eight shows a week and then break into something totally different Mm -hmm. in order to end the week and allow my body to move totally differently. Um, finding the time to like choreograph every week and, and do the design and do all like the communication for the, um, um, company is much harder when there's all these moving parts at Hadestown and I'm, I've been called a lot into rehearsal and I like, if I don't have an afternoon, if I don't have a, like a full day before a show mm-hmm. in the week to do it, um, it's very, very difficult. So, and I don't like to do it on my day off because right. my day off now becomes grocery shopping, yeah, laundry, laundry yeah. cleaning, like all of my, like any dentist appointment, any doctor's appointment. It like has anything. to be like shoved into that day. Yeah. It's, it, your whole checklist for like your weekly things all go to one day then. Yeah. And it becomes a full day. 
So to do, and that's like your personal life yeah. job, and then to actually have another job on top of that, it just um, it it takes some creative thinking into figuring out how I can do all the work that I needed to do before each each Sunday. Yeah. Um, luckily, like this week, I have a di- I have a, an afternoon off. I'm like, okay, great, I can do it then, um, and that is what I think should be the norm like I don't if I need to go back and, and like fight producers on it if, if it's going to be too hard to maintain a balance then that's something I need to decide but mm-hmm. it certainly hasn't been easy I'm really grateful that I have maintained um, a performance puzzle because it's been um, like overwhelmingly thrilling and still exciting and um, people who come to see the show can now come and, and dance with me mm-hmm. and, on a Sunday night and that's that's really fun and um, an easy connection to make now. Yeah, yeah. Um, so I, I love that aspect of it. I wish I could be spending more time devoting and expanding the curriculum of what I'm doing in there. I just haven't, I haven't been able to yet. Also, right. you're like two months in. Don't be like so hard on yourself. Yeah, like you're figuring mm-hmm. it out, and like that's amazing. Just that you're still doing both things. Yeah, thanks. Trying. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And, and, you know, I think that you're bringing up something that, you know, we know the reality of, but like, I don't know that other listener necessarily knows. It's like, once you open a Broadway show, if you are like a cover or a swing, like, you are in rehearsal all the time. Mm-hmm. Like, it's not so much like, oh, you rehearse oh, for weeks times, and then yeah. we open and now we don't rehearse anymore and we're like, have the whole day free. Like, your days are full. Mm-hmm. Um, so do you want to, like, talk about kind of, like, what that looks like, like a week looks like for you? And especially if it's different now with COVID protocols, et cetera. Um, as of late, my week has been Tuesday night show, two shows Wednesday, Thursday rehearsal all, all afternoon show, Thursday night, Friday rehearsal all afternoon, Friday night show, two Saturday Sunday afternoon show, Sunday night class, Monday day off, um, and I, I think I've I think it's been like four weeks back to back of both Thursday and Friday. Some sometimes I get that Thursday or Friday off, like, and that's a cherished moment, uh-huh. um, and it's something I really need, um, and I think we all we all need that. We all need like yeah. another daytime opportunity to not be in that in that theater. But we've had a lot of turnover already because people came back to finish out the year contracts there's only like four weeks left they wanted to invite everybody back um and our persephone um is going down to six shows a week and then she's also filming a movie so we had to put um an um, alternate in and then we also had to get another understudy ready and so it's been it's just been nonstop. um so hopefully that will calm down Mm -hmm. Um, it, it will. Yeah, yeah. But it's hard right when you're shot out of the cannon to exactly. also like, have that extra like responsibility. I, I was like, I'm rehearsing at a like more hours now than when I was originally learning the understudy role for Hades. Wow. Oh. Yeah, it's a lot. Well, because also you know with with a lot of Persephone happening, there's yeah. a lot of you happening. Yeah, and then the other cover for. Hades is the dance captain, so like he has to be there for an additional everything else. Yeah, sure. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I mean, that's but it really that really is something that like people don't realize. Like 
how much rehearsal continues mm-hmm. after the process. And I'm sure, I, I mean, I would imagine for myself at least would have been kind of like a, oh, right. Oh my God. This is part of, Yep. <laughs> I, I only remembered doing the, doing the show. Right. Not yeah. like. I know. I, I thought that like, you know, usually after the first year, once you get a new show open, you go through all the awards seasons you do a lot of like tv like, events we're in it like yeah. it's finished yeah, 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 we, yeah, yeah people yeah. have most of the time gone on for the roles like it should be like smooth sailing mm-hmm. and i didn't anticipate like the rocky waters of getting the show back up with all these moving parts that's that's a new aspect to the reopening yeah 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 because you know once once everything's taught and learned understudy rehearsal is maybe like a run through every other week or something right like I, but. I I hope <laughs> that's the goal. Yeah, know, yeah. Goal, <laughs> goal. Um, so, how's the audience response been? Good, amazing. Yeah, yeah. Um, so many uh, people returning um, to see it, which is always a great, great sign. Um, so many people getting the opportunity to see it for the first time. Um, a lots of stories of oh, I I was planning on seeing it this time, yeah. Yeah. Um, and now I finally like have gotten the opportunity to return and see it for my first time. Um, yeah, and for the most part, that like um, additional excitement of returning to the theater has been has maintained a very high level of enthusiasm. There, you know, there's always like a Sunday matinee or a yeah. Wednesday matinee where it's a little sleepy. chiller, yeah, it's like a little it. chiller. Yeah. But then, and then I was like, oh, do we do we lose all the um, freshness of a of like a new beginning? And then it returns again. Yeah, yeah. we had um, John Krause go on for the first time as Orpheus last night, um, which was amazing because the whole show shut down the night he was supposed to go on for the first time. Um, but as a result, a ton of his family came in again after you know missing out on that opportunity in 2020. And last night felt like a, another opening night. That's but, so yeah, cool. it, was, it was like brand new. We had a yeah. lot of different people um, in, in the mix in the um, rest of the cast. Uh-huh. Um, it just was a really, really exciting night. And the audience was wonderful. On that's a Tuesday, amazing. which is great. Um, that's so exciting. Praise for sure. Yeah. Yes. Yes. yeah. Oh, we love that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, we're going to take a quick break, and we'll be right back with Caleb's Quick Cues. With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway, and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandslots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. With Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino. With cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Ooh, Caleb's quick cues. Caleb's quick cues. Here we go. Okay. It's sad this is our last time. Oh, my God. No. You'll have to come up with questions every time we hang out. Exactly. <laughs> I know. Like, three things you need at your station in your dressing room. Floss. Floss. Crystallized ginger, 
and cashews. I love all three of them. <laughs> do you floss your teeth in front of everyone? Do you do it in front of your mirror? Where do you do it so it doesn't like... I, do, I, I have like shelves, so I'm not like constantly looking at myself um, in the mirror. Um, but usually I floss at my station. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. But I... Because it's the worst thing on earth to go on stage when I feel like I have things in my... Like, yeah. In your in teeth. teeth. Like, yeah. Like, yeah. Especially... It usually goes... Ginger and cashews, then the floss in order of to course, get yeah. Because yes, especially like a little cashew in the throat, it's like mm-hmm. takes you out. From... Yeah, but you don't use cinnamon, right, for your floss or what? What flavored floss? No, yeah. no mint floss. I'm no. in a floss renaissance. Oh, flossing regularly now. My oh, dad good, always good. says, good for you. "Only floss the teeth you want to keep." Oh wow! Uh, uh, <laughs> wise, wise. <laughs> Favorite seat in the theater when you're watching a show. I love an aisle seat for the leg room. Yes. So, legs. Yes, 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 yes. Famously tall. Yes. <laughs> so probably like, I would say like center orchestra, but on the aisle. Of okay. course. And, and, yes. And I lean to, to the left. Like, yeah. I don't okay. know why. I feel like, I, yeah, I don't know. Love it. Um, your first time stage dooring experience. Oh gosh. I have a lot of different stage door experiences. Um, the, f- the first big, most exciting one was with Frozen. Mm-hmm. Um, and I, what I didn't anticipate is most people didn't recognize who I was, like coming out of like a oh, full sure. wig. And a lot of people, actually, the, the security guy who still is over at Hadestown as well was over at Frozen. And he always calls me Hans because <laughs> a lot of people thought that I was Hans coming um, uh-huh. to the stage door. But I mean, that stage door was super exciting anyway. Like all, all of the excitement around Frozen and, and the families and the yeah. young yeah. audience members and. Um, Girls in like the uh, well, kids in the Elsa dresses. Um, I had secretly started a Instagram account that was called Frozen Meltdowns because I wanted to try to capture. It never took. I, I never did it because I never was like there for. I was getting there too early because I had to get this tattoo on my back, so I missed all of, like the um, people coming into the theater. But there was always a lot of like kid like meltdowns. Yes, and oh I wanted God. to have. Oh my I wanted God, to capture. So funny. And like have the account of like all of these kids going to their first everyone go follow show. Frozen Meltdown. <laughs> <laughs> it, just, I, I, it didn't take off. I, I didn't ever post anything. But you have all the footage on your phone. Right? I have a great idea. Okay, <laughs> yeah, yeah. I didn't execute it well. Full of great ideas. Um, um, so fall fashion. We're getting to like the peak of fall. You layers. Know, like, fall uh, layers. Yes. Okay. Are you more boots, scarves, or hats? What's your oh. accessory? Boots. Boots. And scarves. All of the three. <laughs> <laughs> layers, layers, layers. Layers, 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 yes. layers. We love it. Yes. Um, what's something small you didn't realize you missed until you got back into performances? The, like the tiny things about being back in the theater. Um, those like little moments that you find that are with people on stage in your company that are unspoken and then become like part of the show. Every t- Like finding those and then seeing which one's like survive and last like oh she looks at me at this moment yeah um and and finding like when it clicks and then when you like rely on it it's just like an unspoken beautiful language you're like you didn't look at me like yeah yeah yeah, you missed our moment that we only did for two days in a row yeah i thought it meant more to me than (laughs) (laughs) but i love i love rekindling some of them Mm -hmm. and like letting some of them fall to the wayside and then finding new ones amazing Yes. yes 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 tim it's such a pleasure always to have you on the podcast. We're sad this is our last in the series, but 
I have a feeling. I doubt it's seen the, the last, last of you. Never the last. No, you're no. Like, I'm back. <laughs> <laughs> Where can people find you on social media if they want to follow you? On Instagram, I'm Timothy R. Hughes. Um, you can check out my business at Performers Puzzle, and I'm Timothy Hughes and Performers Puzzle on Facebook. Amazing. Uh, you can find the show at Equity One Podcast on Instagram and TikTok, and at Equity One underscore on Twitter. Send us an email at equity1podcast at gmail.com and head over to the iTunes Apple app for podcasts and give us a five-star rating review. It really helps other people find us and raise us up. Elliot, where can we find you? You can find me at Elliot Maddox on everything. Caleb? Caleb Dickey on everything. And until, until next, next time, time. Cheers. 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 Hangover cured. You can find us at the bar. Oh. <laughs> Hey, it's Leslie Odom Jr. here on the Broadway Podcast Network to tell you about the RISE Theatre Directory, a program of maestro music. RISE is a national online resource designed to connect and empower backstage and administrative and creative theatre professionals from underrepresented backgrounds. If you work or aspire to work in the theater community, this can help you find your next project. And if you hire theater professionals, search the Rise Theater directory to find your next team. Create your profile now and get more information by visiting risetheater.org. That's theater with an R-E-R-I-S-E-T-H-E-A-T-R-E.org because only together we rise. Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere And each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VGW group. Void or prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.